I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, I'm a, a real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Happy Friday! Oh my gosh. We have a lot of interests and passions. I mean, it's, it's insane. So much to always talk about and share, and we never get to it all. But today we have some fun, some thought-provoking topics, all kinds of fun stuff for you today. It's time to nerd out, yes, have fun, and get a dose of positivity to end our week right. <coughs> I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. It's not very well ventilated down there. You've been down there one day. Talk to me in 30 years. Let's rock it! It's my birthday! It's my birthday! Oh, yeah! Welcome to The Real Brian Show. Uh, my birthday was on Wednesday. Thanks for joining us! We love being here! I am The Real Brian. <laughs> I am Captain Influence. How you doing? Dude, I'm good, man. I've been celebrating my birthday at least, you know, the whole week for sure. I have to. Well, I mean, what'd you do? Well... I mean, what, what did I not do? That's the question. <laughs> you know, what's funny though. I was like, I don't really, I love this. And then, you know, it's my birthday. You know, that whole thing from Thor Ragnarok. Right. When he, yeah. Flying in the, the grandmaster yeah. ship. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something. People, you know, people kept asking me, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, you know what? With everything that's happened this last year, I am a hundred percent cool with just seeing people as much as possible. Part of yeah. the birthday celebration started last week when you were here. We got to get together right. and do the, even though that wasn't my birthday celebration, it was like, hey, I saw my friends. We got to do the show live and in person, alive and in person last week. <laughs> <laughs> alive and in person. Amen, brother. For one day only. So that was cool. And then, you know, we got to see some friends over the weekend and, and just the whole thing was like, let's get outside. Let's eat something, drink something, whatever. It's beautiful out. Let's have fun. So. A lot of fun times, man. Good. Excellent. You, you know what else I love doing for my birthday is having all those free things that come in, you know, from various places and stuff like that. You ever yeah, sign, like you sign going, those, right? going places and getting free stuff? Yeah. Well, but you know, you sign up for them and they say, hey, happy birthday. Here's your free whatever. No, I I never take advantage of that. Oh my gosh, dude. You're uh, totally missing out, man. I am totally missing You know, there's yeah. so many ways I'm missing out, honestly. <sighs> well, honestly. One of the coolest free things which actually is healthy happy lucky's tea gives you a free pot of tea of course they're not doing anything in person right now you know you can't i mean you can't sit inside that is and so they're doing a large tea to go but i decided to get a it was another taiwanese tea which i loved and it was like i'd never heard of it before in fact i can't even remember the name of it it was it was a weird name that it was like permafrost or no, it wasn't that. I, I don't know. <laughs> it was something I can't, fern. It was like permafrost. fern something. Fern gully. Fern gully. Permafrost. Uh, get a perm in your hair. Go back to the 80s. I don't know. That was an amazing tea. But then I also got some of that Edson blend that I've been talking about on the show. I've, I mentioned it before and it's that yeah. Earl Grey kind of thing, but it's with the honey bush tea, which is caffeine. Oh my gosh, it's sweet. Caffeine free. And that's what I'm drinking right this second. And if I could show you on video, it is oh, oh, oh that's that's vintage. What what are you drinking right now? Should I make little yeah. sounds. Can you do that? 
So I'm not drinking it now, but I have to share this. I had a decaf coffee with sugar and cream at Starbucks the other day, and really? it was so good. Yeah. I've had decaf a couple times in my life, just literally just a couple times. Yeah. And it didn't taste as good, you know, but the Starbucks decaf is pretty darn good. So I was really happy with it. I was excited. Most decaf is really bad quality. So I hear you. I roast obviously my own decaf and man, I love it. I've been drinking a lot of decaf more at night just because I love the taste of it. Yeah, but I wonder why Starbucks of all places has a really good, at least to my mouth, decaf. Wouldn't you disparage Starbucks quality more or less? I mean, I know it's all relative, but. To be fair, Starbucks quality is what I would consider to be middle to middle of the road, but a little bit higher end than some of the middle of the road as far as their quality of coffee. But the thing that people don't like or do like is the fact that they dark roast everything. Oh, yes. That's that's why they call them Charbucks. Charbucks. (laughs) (laughs) They do. I mean, they really do dark, dark, dark roast their coffee. You either like it or you don't. Okay. I liked it in this case. It might have helped that I had, you know, a little bit of cream and sugar in it, but uh Yeah. Well, I want to go back. I still love my espresso from Starbucks. I mean, they're they're fun. They're not as good as a, a local place that lighter roasts their espresso, but I still enjoy it. Okay, another fun thing is the free donut that you get for your birthday. Yeah. Yeah, there's donuts. Okay. There's all kinds and of really, really good ones, man. That's one where you go into the donut shop and say, hey, it's my birthday. Here's my license to prove it. Give well, me no, a donut. They, they have it in your account. So they say, oh. yeah, you know, you go in and you say, it's my birthday. And you start dancing and then they're like, oh, sweet. Here's a here's a free donut. Here's two donuts. Yeah, here's two. <laughs> and they give you a tip because you danced in front of them. I mean, it's it's awesome. I oh. should have given them a tip because the workers, there were two there. I'd never met them before because I've, I've gone into this place a few times, you know. Holy cow. They were so positive. So conversational, so energetic, and as an extrovert, I mean, I'm loving it, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, I feel so good right now because of how they're making me feel. I mean, it was some of the best customer service interaction that I've had in so long, I can't even remember. Huh, that's interesting. They were yeah. just, it was amazing, and we started connecting on all these things, and we talked for probably 15, 20 minutes. It was just like, this is, they deserve like a $20 tip for, for no <laughs> and, reason at and- all. And you made the other five people behind you wait for 15 minutes. No, there was nobody behind me, actually. That's why we were chatting. But yeah, and when when somebody came in, I said, okay, I better let you get back to work and, you know, help these people. But oh my gosh, it was so much fun. And I just thought, okay, talk about unleashing their superhero. Isn't that funny? It's just just that simple thing of of their positive attitude and interaction rubbing off on you and and charging you up, right? Isn't it amazing? It's so easy. I mean, oh, in some ways, it's so easy to unleash your superhero in that simple sort of way, right? I mean, just holding the door open for somebody or yeah. or saying something encouraging to someone in the morning, like, oh, I, lo- I love what you've done with your hair or your, those glasses look really good on your art yeah. without, you know, crossing the line over into sexual harassment or anything yeah, like you're that. You're looking but, pretty hot there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just, just little things, just little interactions that can really make someone's day. It's a, it's a, it's a good example of that. Captain, I like the way those pants make your butt look. I know my butt looks good in these pants, Brian, but I'll tell you what though. You are right about that, that it's really not that hard to just, I don't know, be cheery, be aware of what's going on around you. Try to smile at somebody. Yep. It's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So cool. So yes, the birthday celebrations have been just a total positive experience for me. Nothing out of the ordinary, nothing crazy. Just, Hey, I want to see people. I'm enjoying, you know, the free little birthday gifts that you get and spending time with people. Love it. Love Dude, it. What's new with you? I've got my posters in, my my framed 
matte oh. posters and they're beautiful. Yeah. But I, my, my wall, my back wall is not quite wide enough for all three of my posters. I failed to account for the light switch. Oh yeah. Next to my door, which is like, so I, I, I lost 10 full inches just from that. That's just dumb stuff. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to have to switch out my posters once in a while. Like that's cool. Variety, which is cool. Right. Yeah. So, I've seen people on YouTube who switch out their movie posters all the time just to add yeah. some variety. So of course, beautiful, yeah. man. So, so it's a good thing with the video. We promised that we would record video that we would turn on the video today. And we did. We turned on the video and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it did, but yeah. it didn't. So we were, we were still having some glitches and it's one <laughs> of those things where I'm going, I don't know why this isn't working and I don't know how to fix it yet. And we need to, re- we just need to get on the, the show. So yeah, yeah, we're setting up some time this weekend to just say, okay, let's just sit in front of our cameras and, you know, pick our nose and, and let me figure this out. And then once it's set, it's set. That's the thing. Like I had it set. There were some changes that were made to cameras and other things like that. And the settings went away and everything. Yeah. We had to start all over again. So I have to do that whole process over again. Get the settings once they're locked in. Booyah. And also here's the other thing. This is becoming the bane of my existence right now is <laughs> editing video, man. I, I don't know anything about it. I do know that if you know how to edit audio, then you at least have a head start on people who have no experience. Right. But there's a lot more. And part of it comes down to the programs. And, you know, everybody's talking about how. Adobe Premiere Pro is like the best one all around, you know, as far as it's it's the most user friendly. It has a lot of stuff in it. It's powerful. There's obviously a lot of other really amazing programs out there, but they talked about this one's really the best one to get started. But, you know, it's 21 a month, which, okay, you might think 21 a month. That's nothing. It adds up when you're paying all these monthly fees for everything else that you're trying to do for the show. It's just one more thing that just becomes a big burden, you know? Sure. So it's like, do I do I bite the bullet monthly? Or do I try to go with one of the free programs and I tried out DaVinci Resolve, which apparently is one of the programs that Hollywood uses for their movies. So you can get a free version or you can spend $40,000 per module or whatever it is that you need add on, you know, which of course I don't need any of those. That's for Hollywood. But for me, it's like I could use a free version. I get into this and literally my eyes start crossing and I'm like, I don't even know where to start, (laughs) man. This is just overwhelming. And then I'm looking on YouTube for tutorials And I'm telling you, these people don't know how to teach or they assume you already know what you're doing. And I'm going, I don't have a clue how to get started with this thing. It's fascinating. You'd think that there'd be a a true newbie video for that but They're not really good at teaching it versus I do have access to some phenomenal educational YouTube videos on Premiere Pro. Oh, right. And it's like, okay, spend 21 a month and I can figure out Premiere Pro pretty quickly or go for a free program and I don't know when I'm going to figure it out. So I'm just like, all right, (laughs) we're getting there though. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. I really wish I could just hire somebody to edit the video for me right now. I really do. I, (laughs) I, I would rather just record and send it off because then we would, we would have had a ton of videos by now, but it is what it is. It is what it is, man. Yeah. So anyway, I know some of you have been like, Brian, where is it? Come on. Like you're, you're slapping me in the face, you know, like, come on, man, do it, do it, do it. Just, like, man. We're like the Wright brothers right now. We're, we're at the cliff's edge with our most recent prototype. Yeah. And we tried to crank the engine and it sputtered out. And now we're back in the garage trying to figure out why it sputtered out. But, yeah. but one Edison of these weeks, with the light bulb. Sure. Maybe yeah. next week we'll be like, well, we're flying. It just, yeah. it's, 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 we're right there. We're not going to give up. 
Brian's putting a lot of time and effort oh, into this. Yeah, so, I was yeah. I was in the studio last night working on this at like two, it was about three in the morning, and I found myself asleep on the desk. Mm-hmm. And I thought, all right, <laughs> I got to calm down a little bit here. I, I'm stressing yeah. myself out trying to meet these self-imposed deadlines that I just need to be like, we're going to get this right. We're going right. to figure it out, and it's going to be fun. And, and hopefully it, this weekend we'll figure it out. So. I hope so. You will. And, and the editing is going to take me a little bit longer because I, I really don't know what I'm doing. So what I want to do is just record some stuff for fun, get used to looking at the camera instead of you know looking out the window or whatever when we're talking, and then just start practicing on it. Yep. It'll be fun. Yep. Got to put clothes on though, man. I tell you what, but I'm excited. I'm so excited for the video. I'm not excited to edit, but I am excited about the video and we're going to have some fun with it. But dude, I I wanted to, you brought up something about the, it's easy just to, you know, hold the door open for somebody or do something nice in that particular setting or say something nice. Yeah. We had a very interesting conversation over the weekend that kind of ties into this, by the way, and, and it will tie into this at the end. So the conversation centered around working out one of the friends we got together with this weekend for the birthday celebration this last weekend, their kids are in young Marines is what it's called. Like pre rot ROTC. Well, it's part of the Marines, but it's for, you know, kids and young people. Interesting. Which is really is. I mean, so they, they learn a lot of the same stuff that an actual Marine will learn, but of course within reason being that they're kids and stuff, but I mean, it's, it's pretty intense. So they're always telling us some really cool stories. And I'm just like, man, these kids are learning discipline. They're learning respect. They're learning teamwork. I mean, it's amazing the stuff they're learning. They're learning how to strip an AR-15. No, wait. uh, Yeah, yeah. uh, Today we're going to learn explosions. That's not the rifle the Marines use, Captain Influence. I I don't know. I don't know. They're learning C4. And no, I'm kidding. So (laughs) interesting thing is they were talking about working out and, you know, running really hard. And then we talked about how the new mayor here is actually talking about, you know, running to steamboat Springs, which is up in the mountains of Colorado. And I thought, uh-huh. isn't that like a 200 mile, something like that? I don't even really know. It's a long way. And I thought, wait, she's just going to run 200 miles. I'm like, well, she better get that done and no more than seven hours flat. Okay. <laughs> so that turned into something. And then it turned into the, the guy that our friend of ours, uh, he was like, well, I've run that, that race. And I'm like, wait, you have, Wait, so talk about it. And he's talking, well, it's a relay. And so, yeah, you're not running the whole thing. And I thought, okay, well, that, because I was thinking that's insane, 200 miles. Right. But, you know, you do run a, a pretty significant amount. And you're running at sometimes nine or so thousand feet. So, and uphill. Yeah. And it turned into this whole discussion about being in shape and exercising. And then basically, I just kind of said this random side remark, which was, you know, exercising is awesome as long as it's not an obsession. Well, one of the sons says, what's wrong with being obsessed about exercise? Sure. And so then it turned into this really interesting answer that everybody gave him. It was like, usually if you're obsessed about exercise or anything for that matter, well, with exercise, you're literally running, (laughs) but figuratively, you're figuratively running away from something, whether it is insecurity or wanting approval, acceptance, something, you know, because maybe you were a fat kid or you know, whatever, right? Maybe people made fun of your looks or you just, in other words, something's something negative might be fueling that obsession. Exactly. You know, we've known people who would run six hours a day or more and we would talk about, okay, well, I mean, there, there's a level of being healthy and healthy is good, right? But the people that are running six hours a day and you know, there are things in particular situations like this where there's clearly insecurity. They may not even know it, but they're clearly wanting to be accepted. They want people to like their body, so on and so forth. But that goes with anything, being obsessed with anything, right? So anyway, it was an interesting discussion on how we answered 
you know, this kid, it's our motivation behind why we do it. Are we doing it because we want to be healthy? Well, then that's a good thing. Are we doing it because we want acceptance and we want to fit in and we want to feel more secure? Well, that's probably not a good thing. It was really cool. That, that's kind of how it went into the discussion furthered into uh, the social media side of things. Like, you know, we talked about social media so much here on the show. I was remembering because I don't think I talked about this on the show, but Caffeinatrix stepped back two years ago and the Nuggets were in the playoffs. Captain Hammerpants and I went to a game and I just was like, well, we should take pictures of the game so that we could share it on social media so that we can, you know, we can impress people. <laughs> of course, that was not my thought process in the moment. I was just like, I feel like right, I need right. to take pictures. And I was like, but I don't really know why I need to take pictures. I mean, having pictures to look back on is awesome. But in the moment, I just felt compelled to take a lot of pictures. And part of me is going, well, I, I just kind of want to just enjoy the moment. I don't want to take pictures of it. I just want to watch it. But I felt compelled to take pictures. So hmm. I did that and I posted it on Instagram because I was like, yes, I have to tell everybody that I was at a Nuggets playoff game. Look how cool I am. So uh, I did that. Yes. A year later, Caffeinatrix, we were talking and she said, yeah, I remember you posting something about, you know, going to a basketball game. And she's like, I was like, yeah, cool. I guess that's cool for you. And I was like, what? <laughs> that's what I do. What do you mean? She's like, well, I'm not into sports. So I'm like, cool for you. But I didn't think it was cool. And I'm not kidding. The first thought that went through my head was maybe I should stop posting about sports games. And then hmm. later I'm, I was thinking, well, why did I think that we feel this tendency to do something that we may not really enjoy that much so that we can impress the people that we really aren't that close to, or maybe we don't even really care about them. Right. Just to maintain like a presence. Well, oh. no, it's to maintain acceptance and approval. Theoretical. You know, of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. But that's what we, we die. That's why we dive into social media is so that we can say something that gets a lot of likes. You know, ideally it gets some feedback and comments too. Now, a lot of times I think people just say, Hey, I just want to share what's going on. And you know, that's right. And that's, and that's very simple and that's fine. But I do think that a lot of us, we were walking the other day and there's this girl clearly, you know, from graduation and stuff, she's laying like half in the grass and half on the sidewalk <laughs> and she has a selfie stick and her phone and she's doing all these weird poses and taking pictures. She looked unhappy, but she's taking pictures. And I'm like, is this for her Instagram? I mean, what, what is she doing? And then when we got near her, she like put her camera down really or her phone down really fast and covered her face. Ah, and I was like, interesting. That was really weird. And then we walked by her and I was just like, does she enjoy doing that? I don't know. I just feel like a lot. I mean, I've heard this from people yeah. too, where people go, yeah, we went on this trip that was, eh, but hey, we took pictures of it so we could share it with people. And it's like, well, you know, you and I, Captain, we love to game. Do we take pictures of ourselves gaming so that we can put it on social media? Well, no, because nobody would want to see that. Right. That's, so we yeah. don't want anybody to know about that. So we're game. We're closet gamers. Check out this screenshot, everybody. Yeah, booyah. And they're like, we don't care, dude. We want to see you climbing a 14er. Okay, so I need to go climb a 14er so I can fit in. This is what came across my mind, though, and I realized that that has been my motivation for social media was to get acceptance and approval. When I was in social media, I, I experienced, you know, where if I posted anything like a comment or a meme or whatever, and I didn't get any reaction to it, that kind of bummed me out, that. right? Yeah. We've all felt that in social media, I think, to some extent or another. Yeah. Unless you're famous, in which case you always get re responses. And some of them, not always positive, but uh, at least you get reaction to whatever you say. 
But for us average Joes and Janes out there, just not getting any reaction to a post on social media is a little downer, right? It is. So I, I hear you. I see You know that translates to what you're talking about. So here's what it all came down to is this is not just social media. This can go with anything in your life. This could even go when somebody says, well, Brian, what do you want to do with the real Brian show, for example, or Captain Influence, what do you want to, what do you want to do with your life? You know, what do you want to be when you grow up or whatever, you know, or, or somebody, whatever. I grow up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So regardless of what it is, the question really comes down to, to a couple things. So first of all, you have to ask yourself, what do you want to do? Then after you've answered that question, you ask, okay, now how does that, how does it affect and or even impact those around us? Does it create a positive or a negative influence? And if it's a positive, then it's a total win-win, right? Like you right. get to do what you want and it's also positively influencing others. If it's neutral, like, well, I don't know if it's really going to help anyone or not, then maybe that's just for you to enjoy. Have fun. But if it's negative, well, then obviously, you know, rethink that because you don't want to negatively influence others. I think if we can say, well, here's what I want to do or whatever, then it allows us like our needs are met. Our cups are filled. It allows us to be able to think beyond ourselves, to not be so wrapped up in ourselves, to not look for that approval and that acceptance and all that, that we are able to be, hold the door open for people and notice when other people need something and be right. that superhero in their life. Like I just, to me, that's like the natural progression. At least that makes sense in my mind. Yeah. So in other words, it's, it's all about in, instead of just doing something on social media, for example, that you feel compelled to do, Ask yourself, do you really want to do that or yeah. want to, to be involved in this, et cetera, and then assess it from there. And it only takes but a moment to assess it. You just have to think about it. Yeah. yeah. Do, so you, it's, do you enjoy hiking? And if not, post about what you do enjoy. Do what you want. Have fun. Or maybe you do enjoy hiking. I don't know. Whatever. It's up to you. Like that's the thing. Everybody has these different things. So yeah, I thought it was a very interesting conversation about obsession, which led into insecurity, wanting approval, which led into why we use social media, which led into all these like, <laughs> you know, okay, wait, what do you want to do in the first place, you know, and, and can you impact and, and influence others in a positive way, which was kind of cool. But, so, but to be fair, to, to go full circle back to the, what, what your friend's son asked, what's wrong with being obsessed with exercise from his perspective? I mean, he's, yeah, how old was this, this guy? Almost a seventh grader. Okay. So he's, he's still an adolescent, I would yeah. say. Well, he's learning. Um, he's learning. Yeah. So, I mean, from his perspective, I could see why he would, he wouldn't see anything wrong with being obsessed with exercise and, and it's all relative. What is obsession really to, to one person versus another? I'm glad it prompted that, that intellectual discussion though. Yeah, it did. Well, and you know, if I look at it as a, I have an intention and a focus on exercise, I think that's good versus being obsessed yeah. with it. You know, like for example, I right. love gaming. I don't mind gaming a lot of hours, but I'm not obsessed with it and I'm not addicted exactly. to it. Thankfully. I'm yeah. able to say I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Or you know what? I don't want a game today and that's fine. But right. if I was obsessed about gaming or addicted, then, you know, clearly, of course, everybody knows the the negatives of being like a hardcore obsessed, addicted gamer. Yeah, it can kill you. Yeah. But people don't talk about obsession with healthy things, which by the way, gaming is healthy too. So yeah. I what if you're obsessed yeah. with like, you know, drinking water because you think a lot of water is healthy? Well, that'll kill you too. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's crazy. You can over drink water. Yeah, I, well, yeah, you've heard those stories. Mm -hmm. It happens. Okay, well, this is something that I'm not obsessed with, but I definitely am really hooked on. And I mentioned this the last couple of weeks, and that's that TV show Jupiter's Legacy. Almost done. Right. I'm on the last episode now. 
I loved that penultimate episode, man. That was that was phenomenal. They do a really, really good job of modern day and then flashbacks to 1929. And to me, the, the 1929 flashbacks have been the best part of the show, like just so well done. I was telling Sarah that if that's all they did, basically the entire show was centered around their journey in 1929. It would be one of the best shows that I've seen in a long time. Huh. The flashbacks were fantastic. They showed some incredible stuff. However, the thing is, is the modern day scenes like in the beginning of the show, the modern day, the first two episodes, the modern day scenes were, were good. And I thought, well, this is kind of cool, you know, and then the modern day scenes starting in episode three, three through seven, in my opinion, the modern day scenes have been like, eh, they're okay. They're not great. Like some of them are kind of annoying. Uh, it just kind of feels like, eh, you know, that you've got this like incredible quality of the 1929 scenes that they're masterful almost. And then huh. the modern stuff is kind of like watching a CW show or something. Nothing. CW. <laughs> I always, it's a joke. I know I love CW shows too, but you know what I mean? Like the, it's just not a high caliber. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But yeah, like there was, this, saying, but- there was this amazing, amazing thing in episode seven, the 1929 flashbacks. And I'm just like, Oh I mean the music even, it was just, I was almost like misty eyed. I'm like, this fun. is so cool. And then the modern day stuff like jerks you out of it. And you're just kind of like, okay, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> eh. <laughs> well, but it's a show that need, I mean the, the modern day portion of it is, is necessary to the plot though. Right. Well, so maybe if I were a hardcore critic on this, I would probably say no. Okay. There's really no reason that they need the modern day. I mean, if you're going to show it as a compare and contrast, sure. And I think that's what they're trying to do. But again, I think they could have told the entire first season or volume as they're calling it from the perspective of 1929, getting to where they're at fast forward to modern day and end the season on a cliffhanger. So that second season starts with modern day. Okay. That would be cool. There are some plot points yeah. that that do tie in nicely with, you know, where they're at today versus where they were almost a hundred years ago. But at the same time, there's a lot that's just not needed. And in my opinion, gets in the way. Okay. So I am curious though, by the way, if, if I'm the only one thinking this, who's watched it, what do you think of it? Do let us know. I, I would love to hear it. One song that I mentioned last week from Jupiter's legacy, and I couldn't remember the name of it, but it's called painting the clouds with sunshine. It was a big hit in 1929, by the way, a lot of different versions, but the one that was actually in Jupiter's legacy, it's by Gene Goldkett and then Nick Lucas was on vocals. And it's interesting because this, this particular version is mostly big band style instrumental. You know, Nick comes in on the vocals for basically a quick verse and a quick chorus, and then that's it. Oh, so it's very interesting, but I could not find it on Spotify or, I mean, I'm sure it's on Apple music. I'm going to share the link to YouTube on the show notes. So if you're interested in a really, really fun and just happy little song from 1929, it'll be in the show notes over at realbrianshow.com slash 281. I am in the process of rewatching all of the Marvel comic universe movies in chronological order. I'm three movies in. I'm on Iron Man 2 right now. So awesome. No, wait, four movies in. That's the fourth one. Yeah. Because Captain America, Captain Marvel, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2 according to the website that I'm, I'm using. And again, chronologically meaning as in the year they're supposed to take place if they were real in the story. So. Gotcha. Yeah. It's funny because we were talking about that and I had started that as well, but I had started from, you know, the 2008 Iron Man as my right. first movie versus you started with Captain America, the first Avenger and then went to Captain Marvel just again, yeah. because of it was the 1990s. Yeah. 
time frames. So I think it's cool though. It's, again, it's, it's fun to go back through them. I liked Captain Marvel better the second time, believe it or not. I, I was okay with it the first yeah. time I saw it, but the second time I really enjoyed it more for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm hoping I will too. I'm looking forward to kind of just being like, ah, I'm just going to enjoy it for the fun now. Yeah. Okay. Last weekend, Mass Effect Legendary Edition was released. Oh, yes. And I grabbed it. Oh, you did? Uh, and I, I grabbed it. Oh, I want And that. it's it's the remaster. I'm going to be short on this because I know a lot of you don't care about games, but uh, uh, the remastered <laughs> versions of the first three games in the series. Now, Mass Effect is a very, very iconic game series by EA Games. First one was in 2007, I believe, on the on the PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. Now, I never I never had a PlayStation 3, so I did not play the original Mass Effect until sort of recently on on my PC. It's pretty dated. The story is amazing, but the graphics are just kind of dated on the first one. I started playing the original Mass Effect on the Legendary Edition, and I was very impressed. The graphics look at least as good as as Mass Effect 3 did. Okay. And I'm finally able to enjoy the incredible story now that I'm not distracted by the old graphics. So I can't wait to see how uh, Mass Effect 2 and 3 polished up. Yeah. I mean, because 3 is a pretty polished game even now. It's it's several years old, but it's it's very playable. So all I'm going to say is that if you were an old school PlayStation 3 fan of the original trilogy, especially the first two games, or if you've been waiting for a chance to try it out, I highly recommend the Legendary Edition just based on how good the first game looks and plays. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. We talked about this on the show about how we got into Mass Effect Andromeda, yeah. which from a gameplay, graphics, all that was newer. It was really good. We both went back to try to play Mass Effect 1 and we both struggled with it because it was just so clunky and old and it was like, yeah, it's just not uh, it's not hooking us because Andromeda did more polished. I like what you said there. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, I am so excited. I've been wanting to get this. I think it's cool that they included all three with the DLCs. I think that's great. Yep. Good for them. All right. Well, we're going to do this. Anyone else played this? I know there's some gamers that listen. I know not everybody games, but that's fine. You know, for those of you who don't game, the question I should ask is, are you missing out? Deep thoughts with Captain Influence. It's impossible to drink a whole vodka because if you try to drink five fifths, you'll die. Well, you know what the music means. But you know what we're doing? Um, We did a short episode today. But yeah. hey, it's all right. Let's get in. Let's get out. Get to the weekend. We wanted to end your week right. But thank you so much for joining us. Captain, thank you as well. It was fun. Oh, thank you. All right. RealBrianShow.com slash 281 for the show notes. We have that song in there. But we'll be back next week. Oh, my gosh. I hope video's coming. I hope video's coming. Have a glorious week. Real Brian Show. Sign off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.